With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. After getting eliminated, uh, we find out that, listen, today was what we weren't going to have to wait a long time to see. Brett Brown is fired as head coach of the 76ers, seven years with the team, and now the Sixers, after getting swept by the Boston Celtics, will have to look in a different direction. And there's two big things coming off this story that, that, that are the big takeaways from it. Number one is, okay, trust the process, right? Here you are. You fired your head coach after seven years. Did the process work? Did the process not work? Uh, for anybody who says, oh, the process was terrible, the process didn't work, um, time out. The process worked because you went from a team that was in the lottery every year that couldn't win more than 20 games to being a nice 50-win team. 
Okay, the process is only going to get you so far. The process is what we need to get the players on to become a good team. And this is what the Sixers... You know what I wouldn't give as a Knicks fan to have the Sixers problems? Oh, we can't get out of the second round of the playoffs. Oh, we have a tough time in the first round. We win 50 games a year. I mean, seriously, because that's where the Sixers were. The Sixers were terrible for a long time. And the process works. They tank. They get really good players. And now... They're a 50-win team. The process, to quote the great Mike Harmon, is an A to B situation. It is not a B to C thing. You don't suddenly just say, okay, we tank. Now we win a championship. But to get from where you were to where you are, there are so many teams that would say, I'll take 50 wins and lose in the first round of the playoffs. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. You, you want to sign me up for it right now? As a Knicks fan, I'll sign up for a decade of that, of 50 wins, and we're a 4-5 seed for a little while. The, the process for the six worked. It got them out of the lottery and into relevancy as much as you can. Now, you got to take that next step, but you can't say the process failed because look at the, 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 the journey the Sixers took in the past few years and look at where they are now. Now they got to figure things out, but the process, the process was a success. You're walking through this process, this team assembly and reconstitution in the super team era. And in this era, if you're going to do it via the draft, and granted, you had the one year with Jimmy Butler, and now everybody's telling tales out of school as to the relationship of players there and Ben Simmons and everything else, and that's fine. But without a lot of free agent help coming in, to think that you're going to hit on all your draft picks is absolutely asinine, right? We talk about it in football with what the Seahawks did with all their mid-round picks over a two-, three-year period, and it all worked. We saw it with the Cubs organization, some proper spending with their, their free agency and a trade here and there, but for the most part, homegrown. Okay, it worked. The Astros, well, they needed trash cans, but at least in on paper for a while, it looked like it worked. Those are very rare circumstances. Everything else in the NBA, you're going up against the Warriors. You're looking at guys teaming up left and right. And you have to hope that every one of these guys hits, particularly all those number one, number two picks of back in the day. And they all had injuries and they were slow to get together. Markel Foltz. Whatever happened with his jump shot, he looks like he's finding his way, and I'm happy to see him, watched him, you know, with with the magic, and and you see bit by bit he's starting to get it together and might be a force before long, but you can't foresee that was going to happen with him. Otherwise, that's another scorer, which means you don't have to go out and make some rash moves to to complement your core. Right. So in the end, like you said, you know, the Bulls, it's been 20 plus years outside a one Derrick Rose run and it's been abject misery. Your Knicks and we could put a laundry list of teams up there. Hell, until the last, you know, streetlights against spotlights nonsense and, and the lines that the, you know, on the billboards for the Clippers. And I'm happy for them. You know, obviously, uh, AM570 LA Sports, our, our flagship here in LA and, and the coverage that we do. But, you know, how many years did you watch them not get anywhere? And then they had the team and they couldn't get over. Yet somehow, because we assigned trust the process to it, it's supposed to be a joke. No, it, it you got to be. Now you figure out how to finish it. And you don't trade Joel Embiid. Well, here's the thing. Joel Embiid is the big question, Mike Harmon. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. 
the big thing is what is now next for him because he is at the same spot in his career that Shaquille O'Neal was. Because mm-hmm. if you are Joel Embiid, if you're Sixers, you want to hold on to Joel Embiid. But if you're Joel Embiid, you have to sit back and go, okay, I, I got A to B here. This yeah. worked. I, he's at the same point Shaq was when he had to decide, do I want to stay with Orlando? Do I want to go someplace else? I'm, I, what's my future? Do I want to win? What do I want my basketball legacy to be? Because so far, they've been pretty much the same type of player. They've been dominant big men, both fun personalities who like to you know, have fun on social media and fun outside. Look, Shaq was big time fun. Obviously, when he was with the Magic, it was before social media. But still, Joel Embiid is that kind of fun. Right out of, out of school, he was like that. But you see in his game that, well, why isn't Joel Embiid as physically dominant as he should be? Why does he settle for jump shots in in the paint when he should be taking it to the hoop as much? And that hurts the Sixers. He has to make that decision right now. What what do I want my career to be defined? I'm 26 years old, and and I can do whatever I want to as a big man. Am I really going to win here in Philadelphia? We just had a huge different combination of stars come in. Jimmy Butler came in. J.J. Reddick came in. It was me and Ben Simmons for a while. They had all kinds of different things the past few years. And where are they now? They've gotten A to B. Are they getting from B to C? That's a big deal. And if I'm Joel Embiid, I, I think, you know what? My destiny needs to lie someplace else. And I will tell this, I, he's got a couple of years left on his contract, and any team would take him. They'd give up a lot for him. And if I'm Joel Embiid and I really want to win, and I don't want to be just a guy who makes a lot of money and plays in the NBA for a few years, I want to go someplace else because the Sixers have had a lot. They've done, they, they brought them up to a 50-win team, and okay, this has been working for a while, but now you have to evolve and continue to roll on. What's the next set of things you want to try with your team to try to get them over the top. Obviously, Simmons and Embiid didn't work. Simmons was hurt. You didn't have – this iteration of the Sixers has seen to where you're going. You're a 50, nice 50-win team now. So what is next for you? As you figure that out, Joel Embiid has to say, am I really going to stay in the East and win a championship here with Philadelphia? Am I really – or do I have to go someplace else and be a twin tower somewhere? You know, Do I have to go where, where there's a dominant guard and go play and, hey, I call up Donovan Mitchell and say, hey, you know, what can we do together? Or you know, whatever he wants to do is something – not, not that that would happen. I'm just throwing now, it out. That's tampering. Um, that, you like, that, that would be, but I don't work for the Jazz, so I'm okay. But what I'm saying is that, that's, that, that does he want to call a couple of his friends and go, hey, what do you think we should do? What if we go play here? Because that's where Joel Embiid needs to make that decision if he wants to be a legendary NBA player. He is at that Shaquille O'Neal crossroads. Shaq took the right call. Hey, I got to go. We're serious about winning championships, and I'm going to hold myself accountable, my teammates accountable. He goes to the Lakers. It wasn't always smooth, but he wins three championships, wins one more at the Miami Heat, and suddenly his legacy is, hey, most dominant big man we've ever seen? Yes, because I was too young enough, to, uh, not uh, too young to remember Will Chamberlain. So he did that, and Joel Embiid's in that same place right now. You know what I think would be cool is his exit interview actually isn't with the Sixers this year. It's with guys on the couch in the lounge playing video games that are looking to add a big man to their teams. I think that's the way to go. Since we know there's all sorts of tampering going on this year uh, in the bubble anyway. Uh, three years left on Embiid's deal. My hope is it just isn't played out in the media nonsensically like the Anthony Davis clown show was out in New Orleans. That's all. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Joining us now on the hotline. All the words going through our next guest head go like this. Tops, Fleer, Bowman. Tops, Fleer, Bowman. Tops, Fleer, Bowman. Upper deck. Tops, Fleer, Bowman. <laughs> it is CBS NFL insider extraordinaire who is busying himself during the pandemic by opening baseball cards yeah. boxes every single day. Mm. It's Jason Lock and Fora. What's happening, man? What's going on? Not every day, but, but, but too close. Not really. Dumbers and Fleer. They're not. I'm only a baseball card guy. I don't really do the other sports because my kids are mostly into baseball, and so that's what we do together. So Dunruss and Fleer and Upper Deck, they don't have uh, the trademarks to do any baseball cards. Yeah, Donruss is a part of the Panini fold. Right, uh, and Panini they can no do license. the cards under the Panini name, but like without the no logos. But like have to like black out what you know the logos on the hats yep. and everything else. Yeah, but aren't you opening up old boxes too? Like from the, like when when they when they did them every year. 
Like from back in the day? Yeah, I thought you were opening no, up box like I got a 96 really. Fleer right now that I can't no, wait to No, but oh, okay. I mean, if th- th- those things aren't worth it, uh, sadly. Because um, at the time, <laughs> like I remember hoarding Conseco rookies like my life depended on it. But yeah, they should go back in the spokes of somebody's tires right now because they're worth, worth nothing. I was, you, you mentioned Jason Voorhees. Camp Crystal Lake, I always felt like was Central Florida-ish. Would it that not be that far from the Orlando bubble? Do we know exactly where Camp Crystal Lake was located? I feel like it was Central Florida, but really? I'm not sure. I always I thought, thought it was, was like New on the York. east, yeah, the East Coast, like up in New York, New England, somewhere. Not Boston, because they would have had better. They would have had different. I thought accents. it was. I was thinking it was Florida, but I could. I mean, yeah. What, no, it's, it can't be the East Coast because remember when Jason took Manhattan, he had to get on that boat for like three days. Right, right, right. And they shot the movie in Vancouver, so there, there was that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think it was New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I think, yeah, I think How it was New Jersey. How can he get on the boat to Manhattan if the camp's in New Jersey? You, uh, well, he, he, he walks. He I'm, knows, pre- he walks. Had, I'm pretty sure it's Florida. Now I would bet my life on Florida. <laughs> Uh, don't, no, don't, don't do it. Be, don't do it. I think, I lose, I think it's, it's, I think it's come here and slip my throat. Yeah. No, then he'd be in one of those boats it. with the big fans on the back, like in CSI Miami, when they're always looking for bodies. In the, hey, here, that, that's the kind of boat he would be on, just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, and there were like gators. I feel like there was a gator involved in one of the 15 Friday the 13th they did. Anyway, I'm sorry I, for hijacking your show. Uh, no, i got to look that up. Did he fight alligators, or is that the next Friday the 13th? That could be in the next one. Sure. We should write one together. I'm sure you have the screenplay friends out there and love. La La Land. All right. I like that idea. All right. And you know what? Listen, your name can open a lot of doors. We'll do, it'll be Jason versus the Alligators, part four. Or it could be Jason Voorhees, who is now like a box breaker. He uses his knives to cut open the cellophane and open baseball cards on the internet. Case breaks with the hockey mask. And then he I keeps all your good cards and he dares you to come after him and get them back. I got a, I got that 52 mantle. He took it from me. I'm going to get yeah, it from Come him. see me. <laughs> he just he just tapes it to the top of his face mask, of his hockey mask. Yeah, come, come get, get it, it if you want it. Come, come get, get it. it. Come get it. I got a crossbow with your name on it. Oh boy! All right. So uh, with that in mind, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, coming to theaters near you. Uh, hey, so with the big thing today in the NFL, we have teams that are starting to think differently about having fans in the stands. The yeah. Miami Dolphins want to have 22% of their tickets sold. <sighs> Sean McDermott of the Bills was saying it's not fair to have some yeah. teams with fans, some teams not having them. Uh, where are you on this? Because now this is the, like they're playing, and now the conversation is about, yeah. hey, having fans to come in. Yeah, I mean, look, the league has pretty much said all along, we're not fighting this battle. You know, look, we're not going to – we're in the business of making money. Right? I mean, they didn't say this part. This isn't the part they whispered or didn't say, but it's reality. <laughs> We're not going to get in this one um, because each jurisdiction can do what it wants, and there is no national um, standard that we have to adhere to. There's, there's no national protocol. So if you can do it and your local health authorities think it's okay and your governor and mayor are signed off on it in a year where no one's going to come close to the revenues we would normally make. Now, again, that doesn't mean people are losing money. It just means they're not making as much money as they planned for. Um, Then the league wasn't going to stand in their way, even though clearly it's a competitive balance issue. Um, For the good of the league, um, I think they probably should say something and just say, look, we don't know enough about this to to know what we don't know, basically. And if there's even a small potential that an NFL stadium could become a super spreader, whether it's for our players or just for our NFL communities where games are played, 
then let's all err on the side of caution and do everything we can to the nth degree to get through this season without any incidents or at least to mitigate risk. And for, for that very reason, um, because many of our NFL teams and cities um, and jurisdictions have decided it's not smart to have fans, then we're just not going to have any fans. Now, do I think they're going to do that? I don't because we're three weeks away. It's We're on the cusp of it, and they're allowing this to go on as far as it has. But I, I, I don't think it's fair. Um, I do think it's dangerous, and we already heard, you know, some of the reports coming out of Kansas City about, you know, the, the, the um, you know, they had a practice there that was open to people, and um, there were a lot of accounts of people not wearing masks, et cetera, and I, I think you're asking a lot of these ushers to try to police it themselves, and you're not going to see actual police men and women in these stands seeing who's wearing a mask and who isn't, who's following social distancing and who isn't. And and the margins are so slim, guys, that, that yeah, I, I think it would make sense to have that edict, but it's all, you know, it's almost September and it hasn't come out, which tells me I don't think it's coming. Man, all that revenue goes back into the pot that, you know, helps fuel the beast as you said now there in baltimore you guys had a little bit of an interesting uh, 48 hours yeah uh earl thomas uh missing a couple of workouts yeah he had to get his car not, washed come on being the you most know, I'm, I'm late for things all the time because i gotta get my car washed like earl thomas i mean i, I get that <laughs> i completely get that yes so it all yeah. started with flipping off pete carroll and it's just kind of been a curiosity since. Uh, yeah. What's the pulse there in, in Baltimore out of this one? Well, I, I mean, this was something where I don't think the Ravens really had a choice come Saturday when when this goes down and you send the player home. And, and look, him throwing a punch at Chuck Clark. Chuck Clark, who's like a total self-made guy, like who is beloved in that building from everybody who's ever come into contact with him and everybody's rooting for, and he wears the dot um, to keep the defense aligned on that side of the ball. And he's the coach on the field. And he came, you know, with 186th overall pick and Tony Jefferson goes down. And next thing you know, Chuck Clark takes over and he's basically the de facto middle linebacker too, because they don't have a middle linebacker and he could play Sam linebacker. He could play, you know, 10 different positions on the field because he knows the playbook inside out that much. Um, when you're swinging on him, when he's the ultimate team guy, then that probably is the end of the line. But this goes way back to last year with Earl showing up, you know, when he wanted to and whatever condition he felt like he wanted to, um, not buying into the system, not wanting to be a part of the group, um, not conducting himself in a way that rubbed other players the right way. And they put up with a lot of things last year because of what he had done in Seattle and because you're thinking, well, he's coming off another major injury and he's going to get better physically as it goes along. And once he gets better physically, maybe he'll be better mentally. Um, And they also won every week last year. And you know winning is the ultimate bomb, right? You rub that on anything. Mm -hmm. It's like blue emu or whatever this stuff is. You you, you make me feel better. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so the, a lot of things got swept under the rug, but now they know it's Super Bowl or bust. Now they know the margins are super slim, um, and the veterans are just sick of his act. And so when, when the, the, the leadership council unanimously to a man tells Harbaugh, we don't want him here, we're better without him, and coach, you know what, we give you our word, we're going to coach up Deshaun Elliott to the point where he'll be better than Earl in the playbook, in the meetings, and on the field on Sunday, we promise you, we believe in this kid. 
we're going to get behind him, and we're going to make sure that collectively we're better without Earl than with him, uh, then, you, you, you know, it's, it's time to get rid of Earl. Does um, him posting that video get them out of having to pay him when he files the inevitable grievance? I don't think it's like the smoking gun. I mean, and again, they have, from what I'm told, a very well-documented dossier of incidences where he's been fined, reprimanded, warned. Um, there, there is a pattern of behavior that points to, in their estimation, conduct detrimental to the team, punctuated by him again, throwing a punch at Chuck Clark while the media is there. There's no sweeping under the rug. Everybody saw it. Um, And then, yes, that's a further violation of team rules, taking their proprietary practice info um, and putting that. I mean, you've seen these NFL teams that are freaking out, like, no one can even tweet about, like, who's wearing what number. If a guy changed numbers, you can't tweet it. If a guy's on the second team, you can't tweet it. Like, you know, a guy takes a leak behind the bushes, you can't tweet it. So for him to go and put actual practice video out there, yeah, I mean, it, I think it's 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 one more, um, you know, element in in a, 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 a really a, a litany of things that they will present to make their case for why they're able to execute the default language that was in that contract. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfor. That is at Jason Lockenfor. Look for his burner account, Baseball Boxes R Us. Yeah. Uh, that's where he likes to tweet a lot of the uh, firing Free Jason hot takes. Voorhees. That's right. <laughs> hey, I got this thing that says Voorhees was not was the real victim in the whole thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. It was it's his mother. It was all his mother's fault. Yeah. He was just he was just being uh, he was tortured by these teenagers that showed up at his house all the time. Exactly. Uh, thanks so much, buddy. As always, we'll Bye. talk to you. Have a good week, guys. Thank you. See you, Jason. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Clearly, the playoff series that has gained everybody's attention is now the Mavericks and the L.A. Clippers. If you remember, there was one guy at the beginning of the playoffs who said, you know, Dallas would be my dark horse pick in the West to make it to the finals because I can see Luka Doncic getting really hot. Porzingis, these two guys carrying them. I would not be surprised if the Mavericks Yeah, but you're also that... Who said? Wait, wait. First, we got to. Who said that, Mike? Yeah. I, oh, that's right. This guy said that. That was. Yeah, you guy. said that, but you're also the guy that put a five dollar chip on every number on the table. No, I didn't. I said my including the. Let me I bet against the, this next roll. Hang on. I said <laughs> Rockets Heat in the finals, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Mavericks made a big run. Those are my three teams. Those are my. Those are the three teams. Those are my teams. Those are my squad. I also have the Celtics because I was a year early on the Celtics being good. But right before we started. <laughs> In the playoffs, in the bubble. Them. Yeah, I had that. Just don't forget. <laughs> I, just got, I got my fingers in a lot of pies here. You know me, I like pie. Uh, but th- those were my three. But I did say watch out. And that's exactly what's happening right now with the Mavericks and Doncic with some kind of performance yesterday. What can you say about the guy with, without Kristaps Porzingis? He hits the game winner. But the guy who's getting the, the most of the hate is really the wrong guy, right? Doncic's been great, and we're going to have a conversation about Doncic and Donovan Mitchell coming up in a few minutes because, really, these guys have been so good, uh, but really only one of them has the Mamba mentality. Um, But for the Clippers, who now find themselves in the unfamiliar position of, oh, man, we got problems. Because the Clippers didn't have problems all year long that the Clippers couldn't solve themselves. The only problem the Clippers has was, well, we'll get everybody healthy, we'll be on the same page, everything's going to be fine. And still, they didn't have their whole team until the regular season bubble ended and they got everybody back. And Lou Williams got back and Montrez Harrell got back. This is going back from, from November of last year where guys were sitting out and we didn't see a lot of Kawhi Leonard in the beginning and there were games where Kawhi and Paul George didn't play together. And we've been waiting for the Clippers to be this dominant team. And, and it was, well, when the playoffs start, we can snap our fingers, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened. This is the time they are most vulnerable in the early rounds where they haven't figured things out yet, and clearly you blow a 21-point lead against a team with one superstar. Uh, that's a really big deal. 
And for everything going on right now, the Clippers are in trouble. And Paul George is getting all the blame because Paul George has not been anything close to clutch. And this goes along with kind of who he is, right? But this you knew this about. You can't say, oh, we got Paul George not knowing that he was the guy. He, he shrunk away from being the leader in Indiana. Shrunk away and couldn't come up with big plays in the final minutes with Oklahoma City. Hasn't been able to do it with the Clippers. Didn't want to go to the Lakers because if LeBron wasn't there, boy, it would be Paul George's team. Paul George is not one of those guys that will say, get on my back. He's one of those guys saying, hey, don't forget, I had 25 tonight. You know, don't forget me. I, I did He's not a pressure guy. And we've learned that about it. And what did he do today on social media, right? He, he, he blocked all the people who aren't following him so he couldn't get uh, negative comments on social media. I mean, this is who Paul George is. So poor. He's not somebody that you can count on. And if you're talking about the Clippers saying, okay, well, we're Kawhi and Paul George. No, Paul George at this point has to be below Lou Williams as an option. He's got to be somebody that is maybe your third best player. Or even, even at this point, when you get to the playoffs, your fourth best player because clearly he cannot come through in the clutch and he's not the guy they thought he was going to be right now when they got him. Hey, if Kawhi can't, it's okay between Kawhi and Paul George. These guys are going to win games every other night. Paul George does not win games in the playoffs. I mean, that that's just how it is. And it, and the, the Clippers have to understand that and make moves so it's not, boy, we're still giving the ball to poor George, uh, Paul George in clutch moments when we're not giving it to Kawhi. Well, that's the thing, is that he's not counted on to be the number one guy. And that that's the, the more concerning thing, is that it's not on his back. Now, missing Pat Beverly certainly doesn't help from a defensive end. But Paul George, what, 10 of his last 47, 4 of his last 25 from three-point range. I mean, just absurdly... Um, Below average. I, I'm just going to be nice. Uh, just when when you look at the production, he just needs to be a competent number two when he's failing in that role, right? I mean, and now you're with Lou Williams, 36 points off the bench. Reggie Jackson had another big game. He had 14. I mean, Paul George, they, they got to see a sports psychologist or, or find someone to figure out what the, the block is here. Because the assumption was you were at least going to get his, what, 20 and 10, 22 and 10, something like that. And you, you're not getting anything from the field right now. And that it's, it's hard to watch at, at times, just knowing how dominant he can be at other points, just wondering what is that hurdle that he's not getting over. You'd think that just having virtual fans that aren't actually screaming at him would be of support. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're around your team and they're there and they're supportive. The social media thing's a whole other mess. You should have learned from from Kevin Durant, you know, the burner accounts and all that other stuff. Just got to let it go. But we we had that after what was a game two, right? Where mm-hmm. he was. Oh, I'm, I'm not hearing all that noise. Like, no, as soon as you acknowledge the noise, you've heard the noise. Right. And we all know uh, what happens from there. So but yeah, he, he deserves his share of the blame. But uh, he, he's only one. I, I think you got to you got to go up the ladder a little bit in terms of bringing this team together uh, and, and finding that emotion that killer instinct to try to go and and finish this series off. You know, and this is where 
it always amazes me. Because as Paul George is getting blamed on the floor, absolutely. But you have enough talent on this Clippers team where you should be able to withstand Paul George not being able to make shots. Right? You should be able to do that because you are so deep. But the well, you're fact supposed that, to be able to play defense. Yeah, that's true. Well, listen, that's right. Well, that, and you gave up 135 of, yeah. points yeah. to a game, and and where the their number two guy is nowhere to be found. Yeah, I mean, look, but that's the way it's been in the bubble. There's been way less defense in the bubble overall yeah, than defense. we expected. Uh, the, the when teams keep missing shots, you go, boy, that's good defense. No, like, you just you pull up and missed a wide open three. That's just a missed shot. That's not. I'll great tell you defense. what, man. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every. Time down the court, I'm trying to say it succinctly, every time down the court where a guy doesn't get a call and then just stands there and doesn't come back on defense, mm-hmm. yeah. I could buy an island. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You could be on the island and put the guy on it to stay on there if <laughs> well, you're not getting back on you're defense. You're now exiled. <laughs> you keep giving a, them five-on-four <laughs> advantages. But the biggest thing that I, I always find amazing is how certain people are able to push blame away from themselves and not be seen as someone who's doing it, right? Like there are many people who say, listen, it's not my fault. This is your fault. And we get, okay, look at so-and-so blaming the receiver for not turning the right way or blaming his picks on this, blaming his misses on this. You, you can see that when someone decides, oh, you didn't do it. But it's an art form to be blameless when it's something you are really responsible for and nobody sees it. And that's what's going on with Doc Rivers, right? Doc Rivers' entire career, Doc Rivers had so much talent, and he's not been able to win, and he's found a way to escape blame from it. All right, he had a great team in Boston, won a title, awesome, living off that team. He had so much talent with the Clippers since he showed up in, in yeah. Los Angeles. You had three All-Stars. You had the best bench in the NBA. You couldn't get out of the second round of the playoffs, but it wasn't Doc's fault. It was, there it was, was Blake's. It was, God, it was Blake, you know, Blake and Chris Paul didn't get along. And, but, and, and Doc Rivers was like, what, what do you want me to do? The guys don't get along. And he was blameless for it blameless and now here they're sitting and doc says yesterday we were mentally weak today we weren't mentally strong we're not a mentally weak team we were mentally weak today and i want to call time out and go doc who was the one that that couldn't get his team to put pressure on luka Doncic when he got the ball on the final possession you allowed the inbounds pass to go right to him he's he's got one guy on him and he's able to take a couple of dribbles a step back and get a really nice three off and win the game how is that not your fault and doc rivers like say well i don't know why we we play defense. I, you know, I don't know why we did that. We didn't. We didn't switch. We should have been able to switch. Um, if if you put that out there and the guys aren't switching, you know who that's on? That's on the coach. That's on you for not getting your guys to make the right play. But Doc has always found a way to say, "What do you want me to do?" I, I put it out there for him. They didn't do it. Any other team, we would say, "How does that not happen? How do you, how, how do you, how do you wind up playing such crappy defense on the final play that way?" But Doc Rivers has found a way to escape all kinds of criticism because he's a good guy. He's viewed as someone who can shepherd the team through. He can manage the egos. He got the Clippers through a really horrendous time with the transfer from Donald Sterling to Steve Ballmer. He finds a way, man. He finds a way to just to have things that you would say, how is the coach not, not make this team better? All right, because basically what he did with the Clippers 
up until this year that Kawhi shows up. This is what Brett Brown did with the with the 76ers. Hey, we got good. We can't get out of the second round of the playoffs. We win around, and Brett Brown gets fired. Same thing going on with Doc Rivers, and Doc Rivers keep, keeps the year after year. Doc is the guy. Doc is the guy. It's coming to the point where you really have to, to, to sit back and say, all right, what's the real problem here with the Clippers? Because they have all the talent in the world. How are they not winning? This is the second Clipper team that Doc Rivers has had with all the talent in the world, and here they are struggling. And, and, and at some point, you, you got you to gotta say, all right, what's really at stake here? Why can't we get this happening? Why can't we get the right defensive uh, assignments on here in, in the final play of the game when Luka Doncic is able to hit a shot and they come back from down 21? Doc, but, oh, we were mentally weak in this game. Uh, no, I think for somehow you couldn't wind up getting on that final play. Your defense do what they want to and what, what they should be able to. But Doc is that guy. He finds a way to deflect criticism, and no one steps up and says, boy, Doc, I think you're wrong on this. I think Doc's got to be looked at. They always say, yeah, Doc, you're right, Doc. You're right, Doc. Doc just has that image and that reputation that he says things, and you nod your head and go, okay, yeah, you know, hey, Doc knows what he's talking about. He's been around so long. He's so well-respected. No, Doc has really underachieved with the Clippers, and now here they are in a really difficult spot, and after a play where it happened yesterday, and the first thing I said was, how does he catch the pass and get that clean a shot yeah. off Doc Rivers says oh we're mentally weak Doc Rivers everybody well and you gave up the 21 point lead I mean I think he got off scot-free on that <laughs> let alone the final decision and chalk uh chalk talk uh coming out of that final play in OT but to your point I mean we talked about it a little bit earlier that A to B B to C all right he got to point C in Boston what if this is as good as it gets and they exit early whether it's this round or next. You had your two superstars. You still have the arguably the best bench rolling in the NBA. Obviously, a little bit of change. You're missing Beverly defensively. But everybody's had challenges going into the restart. So does he just get the mulligan and it goes on another year or two years it becomes an interesting quandary. Did you say, well, George and, and Leonard just got here, so you can't disrupt things? I think it would be an interesting conversation if this series goes badly. I mean, it's, 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 it's an art form to be able to do something like that. And I know other, other coaches in the league go, man, I wish I could have that kind of, uh, that, that kind of touch that Doc Rivers has with, with, with the Clippers to find a way to, when things happen, for him to go, I'm doing all I can. What do you want me to do? I mean, what do you want me to do? I mean, I'm, I'm doing everything. It's not that he's not invested. It's not that he's trying to, no, sure. to, to cover up for not being involved. But it's just, it's not working. And, and with all these, ta- two, two incarnations of talented as hell teams with the Clippers, and they can't get any farther than they are. And he, he winds up getting a pass on it. I mean, really, if they don't win this year, if they don't win, it's going gonna, it's gonna to all go on Paul George, and Doc is going to go, ah, you know, I don't know, we've we got to figure out something else. Oh, you're right, Doc, you're right. And it's another year with all kinds of talent, and the Clippers can't do it, and Doc Rivers is the guy that's just, oh, hey, I can't, can't do anything. I mean, I, I try. I tell the guys what to do on defense. They don't do it. Oh, okay. This was Knicks or the Lakers or anything else would be, oh, my goodness, look at this guy. I mean, really, he's accomplished what Brett Brown has with the Sixers, and Brett Brown got a pink slip today. Mm. Yeah, I think when it it comes down to it, uh, you know, this is a conversation we put a pin in, and we watch how the rest of this series unfolds. Because it's, you know, the Lakers, you know, played good defense offensively game one of this series, and then realized, hey, wait a minute, they can't compete with us and our big men. 
And what have they done? Dump it inside and dominate, right? And so with the Clippers, you, we, we've done it since November, waiting to see you know, when, when that switch would get flipped and everybody be ready and they'd hunker down and say, all right, the road to 16. And we're still having questions about playing together, energy, want to, will, all those other things on the Kawhi Leonard-led team. Uh, I, I would say that's pathetic. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.